Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We talk everything animation here, including Mysticons, which we'll be getting into right now. I'm Dylan Heisen, and today I'm joined by Delaney Stovall. Hey, y'all. And April Collins. Hello. Uh, today, Delaney, April, and I are back to talk more Mysticons, uh, the Lost Ooh. Scepter, uh, episode 30, that aired yesterday morning on Nicktoons, as always. At uh, 8 a.m., still haven't gotten past that. <laughs> yeah, doesn't, doesn't look like that's changing. And uh, we talk Mysticons every week here in the Overly Animated Podcast. Find us at overlyanimated.com. If you're listening on YouTube, you can subscribe there to not miss any of our future Mysticons recaps, or you can search for us on iTunes and subscribe there as well. Uh, spoilers for The Lost Scepter and all previous episodes of Mysticons, but let's get right into things. Big episode, jam packed with a lot of stuff. Delaney, what were your impressions of The Lost Scepter? I really liked it. Uh, the Vexicons are awesome. I really enjoyed all the hex tags in this episode. Uh, Gwen, shockingly, was a highlight of the episode. It was really nice, like, getting to know him a little bit better. And Zarya, like, hey, we got what we wanted. Zarya kind of dealing with... Yes. Suddenly she has, like, a mom who isn't what... Like, isn't her old mom, so it's weird. And, like, hanging out with Gwen. Gwen is so annoying. But it was kind of funny. Um... I don't know. I guess we'll talk about it. I'm still really confused about like my ancestors and your ancestors. Okay, and I'm we'll like, talk, what we'll the heck it, happened? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, it was, I really liked the episode. I think it was really cool. The Vexicons delivered. They're really cool. Uh, like, like they kept saying the whole episode told you they're super cool. And uh, like, I really enjoyed like the banter between them all and Zarya's cat comments were funny. And I just really liked the episode. Uh, maybe at the end, I don't necessarily think it was earned that they defeated them because the whole time the Vexicons were just like destroying them. But I really like, I just really liked the episode. It was fun. I think there was a lot of like cool elements. It was interesting how having Zarya and Gawain and Chaco on their own, but I think it worked well. And also Doug wasn't in the episode. So that was great. Yeah. Okay. That's <laughs> we need to specify <laughs> that at this point. But yeah, no Doug, uh, Berlini Malveron, and uh, I don't. I don't know if uh, we defeated them. There's more Gawain just uh, realized the obvious flaw in Proxima's plan, and then. Well, uh, I meant when they. Were, oh, I meant when they were like <laughs> when they're fighting. fighting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it didn't really. They, they, I don't think that fight ended up mattering. But yeah, the, the, it's true. Um, okay, April. What did you think of the Lost Scepter? Um, I liked this episode. There was so much going on and normally like I take notes, but even like on my second watch through, I was still very, very engaged. And so I have barely any notes for this episode, just a few random things here or there. Um, the Vexicons are great. Uh, I like that they said it's vexing hour. Yes. That was the best. <laughs> the best. Um, Gawain was extremely annoying and I kind of loved it. And I liked, like, I liked that he was essentially the one to like defeat, like, I guess Proxima in their battle or whatever. And then like he destroyed the scepter. That was the best, (laughs) but it was really good. There was so much and I have so many questions about things and I'm hoping we can just work our way through them, especially like the family thing, because I was like, wait, what does that mean? Y'all are related. Like what is going on here? So. <laughs> okay, we'll answer all the all the uh, royal lineage <laughs> questions. I have the answers for that. Okay, 
Perfect. Um, <laughs> good. Uh, yeah, this, this is what a good episode. This is, uh, we're really back into it now. I think this is the best episode since the season two finale. It was uh, r- really excellent with the Vexcons. What a great introduction. And this is the Gwen episode we've been waiting for. Uh, it was, <laughs> I don't know uh, if I was waiting for it. Some, some, some people were waiting for it. Anyway. We, were, we were all secretly waiting for it. <laughs> yeah, we didn't, know, we didn't know we wanted it, but he was so good here. And uh, just the... The combination of the themes of um, Gwen and his emotional connection to his dad with Zarya and um, her her dealing with uh, having a new mom that's boned. And then um, also the Vexicons and introducing them and all of that happening and it all feeling really interconnected and working really well together, I thought was incredibly impressive. Uh, like this is uh, some really high level storytelling stuff. And I thought this episode was just really, really excellent. Um, but yeah, let's, there, there's, there's a lot to get into. We're going to start with the Vexcons, but, um, believe me, we'll get into the Gwen stuff. And cause for, for some people, this is definitely the highlight, but, uh, the, we, we have the introduction of the Vexcons. Last week, it was only, they're only shadow figures. And, uh, we see that, uh, they are a weird hodgepodge of different types of things that kind of mimic their own version of the Mysticon. Uh, and, uh, they, they each have, um, like a bracer that they have their own special attack. Uh, they have, um, they don't transform. Uh, but other than that, they basically have everything else. Uh, but we can, we can go through them here. So first we have Mallory, uh, who is the Arcana one. She is, uh, Ice, Ice Arcana. And she's uh, Valley Girl Arcana. She <laughs> is savage. <laughs> she is savage. That's her whole character. Yeah. She, she talks, she talks in hex tags. Yeah. She is ice shield. Uh, she, her, her thing is an ice serpent. Um, ice serpent strike. Uh, Delaney, what do you think of Mallory? She's a savage. You liked her? Yeah. She's savage. Like, it was so great. Like, obviously, I hate her because she's mean to Arcana, but it was like <laughs> every time she took a picture of her and posted it. Oh, it's so funny. Like, where, the is whole she, time. where is she posting this to? That's my, that's my question. I don't know, but I love it. It's so good. And then her little, like, pet she has is cute. I really like Piper being like, oh, they have a cute animal too. What the heck? Yes. But yeah, it's so funny. They have their own Chaco and uh, yes. Piper says they have their own cute sidekick and she wears it as like fur around her neck. As um, a scarf. She's trying to keep warm with it. Yeah, she's so cold. <laughs> yeah, I, I'd like a name for uh, Vexicon Chaco, but uh, the only it only comes out once. Um, yeah, April, what do you think of Mallory? Um, I thought she was great because uh, she was just so cold and then she's like the ice person and i was like okay i get this like no wonder you're so savage girl and who is she voiced by because it sounded like arcana but just like valley like valley girl version no, of they, her. They, they all have they all have new voice actresses mallory is really? a- amy Med- Med- medicio yeah she did a really good job of like mimicking arcana though because i i thought it was wonderful <laughs> yeah, her voice is so extra the whole time she's yes. just, yeah it's really great it's great <laughs> Yeah, the, Mallory's my favorite of the four, unsurprisingly. Oh, shocker. <laughs> I'm <laughs> so shocked. Because <laughs> she's just terrible the whole time. So mean. It's wonderful. She says, Hextag, mage dump, Hextag, all washed up. Hextag gets vexing hour. <laughs> it was yes. so good. Yeah. yeah, and then she does Hextag cold shoulder later when they're frozen. Like, uh, it's all she does is t- take pictures of Arcada and then add <laughs> and- hashtags to them and post them. It's great. Yes. Like, uh, like this is this is everything I wanted. Let's do more more. <laughs> this is ever- this is what you've been waiting for the entire show, Dylan. Yeah, this, is, this specifically, <laughs> yes. Okay, next we have um, Kasha, which is the Zarya cat. 
I love her. <laughs> she's she's, she's a cat that skates. She has like these magic claws, which I think are really cool in the animation. She's the best one. She's mm-hmm. voiced by Bahia Watson. Um, and she says, Shadow, Panth- Shadow Panther Pounce. So She's my favorite. Okay, why is she your favorite, Delaney? She's a cat. Have you met me? Love cats. <laughs> Obviously, the cat. Per- and she's, she's the Zarya. a skating cat. She's a skating cat. And she's the Zarya analog. Obviously, she's going to be my favorite. Like, who? Like, obviously. <laughs> and, like, she was great. I like the skates. She's cool. She, like, her voice. She didn't sound how I thought she would. But I like I like her. Like, I think she's really funny. And like her character design's great, and she has some she has some pretty good digs, and she's just like ridiculous. So it was pretty good. Also, yeah. it's a gay cat. We figured at the end she's gay. We figured why is, that why out. is she gay? It's because she says, uh, "Miss me, miss me now. You got to kiss me, Desaria." Yeah, yep, she's gay. gay cat. I was waiting for it too. <laughs> yes. Is that how that works? Okay. And uh, then Zarya's like, "You got game," but and then I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. What would game referring to there? Was it the fighting or was it? Uh... Who knows? <laughs> Oh, it was so great. Oh, my God. You know, when she skates, it's great. I just, it's incredible. Like, we have a roll, we have a magic rollerblading cat. Like, what? what's there not to love about it? Yeah, P- Piper was loving her. She says, uh, what? There was a cat on skates. Yeah, it's like me. She refers to her later as the super cool skating cat girl. Yeah, exactly. It's great. Piper was into it. Um, but De- Delaney Zarya in this episode says, I am so not a cat person. Which is like, I Does was that a cause a rift between you and Zarya? Yeah, I'm a little upset because I love cats and I'm a super cat person. But I'll forgive Zarya because I still love her. She's still my child. <laughs> Zarya, maybe, Zarya maybe secretly loves cats. And she has things. Chaco. She obviously loves animals, so it's yeah. acceptable. Yeah. She likes pets in some form. I mean, she's yes. not a cat person. She's a Foz person. Right? Which is fine. Yeah. Maybe. I can't fault her for not liking cats when she has this other made-up creature she likes, so maybe, it's fine. Maybe we all would be Foz people if that was an option. Yeah, maybe. I don't maybe. know. Chaco seems pretty cool. Yeah. I wouldn't mind being a crazy old Foz lady. Foz. Like, <laughs> yeah, why, why haven't we met a crazy old Foz lady in the show? Yeah, honestly. I feel like that's right up the show's alley. Like, yeah, like, there, there has to be <laughs> one coming. And then Chaco has to, like, run away from her because she's, like, <laughs> trying to, like, abduct him. Yeah. Yes. This sounds like the perfect side episode. Like, how is this? How, how has mean, this happened? You yet? could argue maybe we're trying to avoid typical uh, female tropes like that, and that's why I hasn't yeah. done it. But at the so same time, so maybe a crazy Foz man. Yeah, they could do that. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Or uh, uh, yeah, some like uh, elf or uh, dwarf or something. Yeah. Uh, that, okay. That would be good. Um, April, uh, Kasha, your thoughts? I liked her. I I'm with Piper. She's super cool. Like she's on skate. Yeah, well, and I also like that because uh, you know how like we just can't get away from like the suspended train and everything like that, and she's yes. just skating down the line. Like, and I hope you have nine lives. Like, oh, the cat puns. <laughs> oh um, yeah, yeah. There was all the cat puns, which were great, and they were coming from her, which is even better. <laughs> like, yeah, she was she very was doing so- them. She, yeah, she's very self aware of herself. She's like, yeah, I understand that I am a cat, and I will make fun of it. Like. <laughs> It was it was good. I mean, I if really I was a cat, I would make cat puns. This is still better than cat noir, though. Just for the oh. record. <laughs> yeah, Delaney, who you got, Kasha or cat noir? Kasha, hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, I think it's Kasha. Yeah. Kasha, by the way. Um, but yeah, it's uh, uh, she she's 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 cool. Still don't really know why we need Zarya's fursona on the show, but uh, that's, that's a weird choice. I'm okay with it. I don't really care. Matter. If you don't know what that Maybe is, then you're better off. But, yeah. yeah, you don't need to know. <laughs> she's already an, uh, what is it? She's already human. She needs like a non-human version of herself. <laughs> 
Yeah, I guess, I guess so. I mean, they're all kind of non-human. I guess, I, yeah, they're well, all not I'm not sure what Mallory is, but yeah. It's, it's, she's a nice queen. Yeah, she's just Elsa. Like, that's it? Yeah, basically. Yeah, okay. So Cash is awesome. We, next we have Eartha. Um, the really? End is that seriously her name? <laughs> Eartha, yeah. Is it really? Yes, Yeah. Um, <laughs> she is a bolder lady. Um, she's like the honorable one. She's kind of nice, actually. And she cracks me up. She's like holding the door open. I'm like, what a treasure. Yeah. I know. <laughs> voiced by Elena Bridgewater. Finally, Elena Bridgewater's character. Shout out to her. Um, hey. She was awesome here. And uh, Basilisk, Basilisk Stampede. Um, so that's her. And then she like turns into a stone ball and deflects attacks. And that's basically all she does. Um, so yeah, and she like travels. They like travel through her life. Yeah. yeah they like. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't really get that. Are they uh, inside of her ball? Yeah. Oh, I really like her. She's like Drax. Yeah. Like. We're going to the Undercity. Forward to the not Undercity. Like, oh my god, it's great. Love her. Yeah, she's not not the smartest, but uh, a sweetheart, basically. Yes. She, she pointed out the the cool or the nice granite or whatever. Yeah. Or that was good. funny. <laughs> that was good. Reminds, yeah, reminds me of some of the off colors in Steven Universe. Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah, but uh, how how did she come out of the Evil Codex? She's so nice. I don't know. You gotta have some balance. They even, well, I was gonna say they even like called her out for it. They're like. There's no, like, you can't have manners or something like that. Like, why are you being polite? We're the bad guys. Yeah, and I was like, oh, God. <laughs> yeah. yeah, April, do you like Eartha? Um, I think she's cute. So, not my favorite, but I thought she was cute. She's Earth? like the, she's like what M would be if she was evil. Yeah. So. That, I mean, that's, yeah, that's, this is the concept M for M is the so pure. They couldn't come up with an actual evil right? <laughs> M is so pure. They couldn't do it. Exactly. This this is that that's the concept of the Vexcons. What each of them would be if they're evil, and M is just too much of a sweetheart. So that's what Eartha is. Yeah, like yeah. M is incapable of being evil. Yeah, uh, Eartha definitely the most likely to turn on Proxima. Yes. yes. I wonder if that will happen. But be, um, good setting us up for that. And, and she she's like the what is it? She be, she tries to be the fifth Mysticon. That would be cool. Eartha fifth Mysticon confirmed. Okay. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Last we have Willa. Who is the Piper analog? She is an imp. Uh, she like can like portal uh, places and like take the attacks with her. Um, voiced by Stephanie Saki, and she says, "Fear the nightmare." And I think she's a bat. Ah, uh, uh, yes, yes. Fear the nightmare. Uh, she's uh, she loves. She's like, I love destroying things is fun. And uh, yeah, and her like- and Gawain are just throwing things into yeah. the. <laughs> that was pretty good. <laughs> yeah. What do you think of Willa Delaney? I liked her, especially when she was like, don't be scared, be terrified. I was yeah. like, oh my god. That was the moment when I was like, I like her a lot. Like Before that, I was like, eh, she's fine. But then I was like, OMG. Also, when her and uh, um, I already forgot her name. Mallory? Eartha? No. Kasha? Kasha, when they were like fighting in Proxima's lair or whatever, they were like running around like fighting. That was funny. So I like them. Like, I like her. She's She's cool. And then like when she was like, this is not nice, Granite. <laughs> like, I like her. She's fun. Like, she seems like she's very, like, chaotic neutral. <laughs> like, we'll just do whatever's fun. Yeah, that's interesting. Is she chaotic evil or chaotic neutral? I don't know. Could be, could be up for debate, I feel like. But. I think she's, like, on the line between the two of them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, see, in theory, they all should be evil, but Eartha is not. Earth is not evil at all. Very not evil. Yeah. Yeah, April. Willa, what do you think? I think Willa was 
my favorite. I really enjoyed her a lot, especially like the, what is it? Cause her things fear the nightmare. And I was like, yeah, like, cause basilisks can't stampede. Like that doesn't make sense. Yeah. I was like, what the heck? <laughs> and then there's two snakes. I'm like, what? Like, <laughs> and she's like the only, I guess like original one. Cause she's just fear the nightmare and it's a bat and she's adorable and she has tiny things. And I liked her a lot. She was my favorite, I think of the four of them. So I like that it's like evil Piper. So this is this is what I want Piper to be all the time. She's nuts. Yeah, she's just crazy, and it works like it works into like the chaoticness of the group that she's just crazy and scary, or she wants to be scary, but she's too cute. She can't help. (laughs) She's scary to Elven daughter. Yeah, um, that was so funny. That is the best. Yes. Yeah, I, I love Willa. Um, this to me is the clearest Miss Khan's analog. This is like this is definitely Piper if she was evil. Like this, this yes. is yeah, uh, I, I, uh, I love it. I feel like there's a ton of potential here with with Willow. Um, but yeah, all of them, all of them, pretty stand out. I think, and uh, we also have let's spread some dread, says Mallory. Um, so oh I yeah, I don't know what their catchphrase is. Let's spread some dread, or it's vexing hour. Uh, either one works. I don't really care. Obviously, I'll vexing hour is superior, but hashtag <laughs> it's vexing hour. Yeah, um, because we need. Granted, I feel like they're only going to say it's vexing hour like once, so we can scream a little bit. But now <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we got we got our uh, it's it's uh, we got our it's magic hour version. Um, they had their own special attacks. I feel like everything we wanted from the vex guns as just analogs the mist guns, except for two things maybe. Uh, one is the transformation sequence, which probably yes. isn't happening because they can't. Tra- they don't have anything to transform back into. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I really want, I don't think we're going to get it, is a theme song for the Vexicons. Oh my god, please! Oh, oh my god, I want one so great. bad. I love oh. uh, doing your own theme song, except changing it to to meet the absurdity of your episode. It would be like it would be like the super minor key. Oh my god, please! No, yes. My girlfriend like, into the room. <laughs> yes. Every time we watch, my girlfriend's like, they did not have to go this hard on the theme song. And then, <laughs> like, if they had this theme song, she would like freak out. Like, she'd be like, oh my god. Yeah, my my favorite version of uh, this trope is the Fairly Odd Parents movie when yes. um, they did the yes. the chimp version of the Fairly Odd Parents yes. theme song. That, mm-hmm. When I was like ten, that was my favorite thing ever. Um, <laughs> like, I, I want this the Vexicon's theme song version. They need I, one so bad. Come on, yeah, give it to us. <laughs> that feels above budget, but I don't know. Maybe um, it'd be so good. Oh my god. Yeah, uh, but yeah, the the other really just uh, delivered. They, the, I didn't expect them to bring out the special tax immediately. Yeah, I don't know. They were like immediately. And I was like, oh, okay, we're here now. (laughs) This is just what we do. Special attacks. (laughs) Yeah. uh, They're Ice Serpent, Shadow Panther, Basilisk, and the Bat. Those are evil evil animals, I guess. I'm about it. I guess they they had to come up with some sort of cat that was bad. All all cats are good, though. So I don't know about Shadow Panther. No comments on that? Okay. Um, No. (laughs) Oh, the other thing we have is Dark Pegasuses. Uh, it's Pegasi. Pegasi. Yes. Is it? Can there it be is. a canonical plural for a mystical animal? <laughs> is that uh? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Pe- Pegasi. Um. Instead of our griffins, so they they had that too. They're low key kind of cooler, but it's fine. Yeah. Oh, cooler than the griffins. Yeah. If they were like, granted, if they were like not just shadows, like, okay, a pe- Pegasi are cool. Like they're really cool. I mean, I love griffins. Yeah. But like 
Yeah, these these were cool. We didn't we didn't see them more than one shot, but they are pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk. Since we're so eager, let's talk the uh, royal lineage stuff because um, because what the heck? <laughs> yeah. This is the uh, Gwen family history episode, and uh, we're finally learning what's up with what's up with him and Arcana, and them being uh, step step siblings. Um, we we learn about Lorius the Glorious, who is the child king of uh, in Drake City hundreds of years ago. Um, basically, our uh, Joffrey, I, th- yes. I feel like, even yes. though Gwen is already Joffrey, and uh, he's uh, he's king of Drake City hundreds of years ago until Arcana's ancestors took over after Lorius's tyrant was after Lorius. It was clear Lorius was a tyrannical child king. Um, I mean, he had a mind control scepter, so yeah. yeah. I I don't know what would be okay about that. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, people are really confused about how the uh, this how it works that Gwen's king now and Arcane, even though they're step step siblings. Um, this episode explains it in that uh, Gwen's family was on the throne and they were kicked off the throne, and now Arcana's family is was on the throne after. And I guess they just happened to get married, so yeah, right. So uh, my understanding um, of of the situation, it was not pr- explicitly presented in the episodes. So I don't know how canon this is. Is that these are two different branches of the royal bloodline? Um, yeah. So this, yeah. yeah, this is kind of how like European like lineages work. Like there's multiple branches, and then oftentimes they're like fighting for control. But I, I feel like I think Gwen's ancestors and Arcana's ancestors, they they both have royal blood. It's just that Gwen was like the controlling family, and then they like. They 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 made them uh, step down and put a different royal uh, yeah the bloodline in which is Arcana's family so that's basically all that happened and then they, okay. and, yeah and then the and then um, Arcana's mom married a different uh, royal uh, person in Gwen's dad that makes sense which, okay yeah which is yes like some sort of cousins thing but that's always what happens with with these tips well I guess Gwen yeah. is like I think Gwen's older. Yeah, Gwen is older. I think that's why he's king, just because he's older. Yeah. Well, it's probably, well, okay, but it makes sense now, too, because he, even though, like, I guess him and his dad are married into, but they're still of royal, like, heritage, so that would make him. Yeah, he's eligible to be acting king because he's of royal blood. And this was explained in our our Discord by um, Matt and Sean in that uh, he's he's only acting king until either the queen is deboned or Arcana comes of age. Gotcha. So then then one of the two will take over because uh, their bloodline is the right one right now. So that's how that works. I think people get too caught up in this. I don't think this really matters, but I'm glad that we finally answered it in in episode It mattered to me. Good. Good. I'm glad. Considering how many people ask about this, this is a mistake not addressing this earlier until episode 30. Well, yeah, that's the thing. That's why it mattered because I've always been sitting there like, I still don't think Gawain should be king. Like... (laughs) Does yeah. no one else see this? Is no, there pl- like plenty, plenty of people ask about this? Well, it, I think it, it, it's just it's really confusing because like we know they're like teenagers, but it's not very clear how old everybody is all yeah. the time. Yeah. Also, yeah. animation ages are not clear at all. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. sometimes it's just like I don't know. Yeah, but, I don't but know, Gwen's probably like 16, 17, 18. I don't know. Yeah. And Arcana's uh, fifteen. So, um, yeah. The, so the, that's the situation. Uh, what do we think of Lorius's riddles? I thought this was a highlight of the episode. It was pretty funny. It was like, I'm tired. Just go. Get yeah, it. I like that he got bored writing his own riddle. Yeah, the best one like... was the, the best one was the last one. He says, "I'm too bored to come up with another riddle, yo." So here's a map to the scepter. Just go get it already. That's yeah. the last one. That yeah. was great. <laughs> 
Uh, the first one is from um, the crown imprints on Gwen's forehead, and uh, then uh, which which I liked because you like see it hitting on his head, and then it pays off, and that the the writing yeah. there. They yeah. go to the golden yew tree, um, and then uh, Piper has to tickle M to get a tear. That was for amazing. The... <laughs> you, you like also, that? I love that Piper was the only person who was like actively trying to solve the riddles throughout the episode. Yeah. When, this is yeah. This is a harkens back to episode four. Piper is consistently the smart one with regards yes, to riddles, yes. at least on the show, um, which is one of the best parts of her character. She's like the um, the hyper uh, annoying comic relief character, but also she's just like the the brains of the operation. Yeah, but she Piper is the one solving this. Then they have to um, go to the what like dwarf statue in the Undercity and play yeah. the the song with the lights, mm-hmm. um, which Arcana discovers by sitting on it. And uh, before that, we get the incredible gag of Piper playing uh, escalating instruments. In order that was to- really good. I loved that. Well, what is it like? Zarya and Arcana, Arcana are fighting. Yeah, yeah they're the, yelling. Yeah, and no. M's like, calm down. And they're like, don't tell us. And Piper's back with a freaking like one one it man so band. So <laughs> yeah, in the foreground you have them all arguing, including the line, You had one job, which I appreciate. That's a meme meme line at this yes. point. Yeah. And uh, in the background, Piper st- Piper and Chaco trying to activate it, start with a harmonica, then a guitar, and then a full marching band <laughs> uh, get so up. Good. It was yeah, great. this is the this is version two point of the uh, Piper nervous eating uh, gag yes. from Gems yes. of the Past when she nervous paddle baller. Yeah, that's the same thing, um, which I love. Let's do it again. This is this is a great gag with Piper. Yeah, I was yeah. gonna say I love these Piper moments. Like they're great. <laughs> Yeah, but, but, but they we're really doing the Piper comedic stuff well. I just, uh, you know, it's just very obvious we need some more insight into her character. Yes, um, it's like, I agree. This is like the we, most burning thing on the show, I feel like, is either backstory or some other emotional arc with Piper. Because even even though, what is it, like the small one that we had, I don't feel like, I mean, it, it kind of gave us something, but not a whole lot. It didn't really pay off. And yeah, so she's I, like I, the... What episode eight? Yeah, is the big yeah. the big one we got. She had these flashbacks to, uh, and uh, we saw her going to the undercity. That like that was great. We just haven't had anything remotely on that level since. Yeah, no. Uh, yeah, so I'd re- really like more from her. Um, yeah, at the end we're in the the uh, Lorius's man cave, and uh, that was great. Neat. I like that. A lot. <laughs> it's great seeing mm-hmm. all like the different things. Hydra definition TV, and uh, the dragon uh, Dragonator three thousand that incinerates anything. Um, and, uh, yeah, they're fighting and then, um, oh yeah, like, uh, Zarya distracts, uh, Kasha with the, like, Pong on that the TV. That was so That funny. was adorable. It was great. <laughs> she was like, her cats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I feel like we already made, I wonder how, how long the Vex guns are going to be on the show, because we already made the ultimate, I feel like, cat joke yes, with, with like her. Yeah, we got it. Yeah. That may, maybe our longevity's not, not there, but they're at least around for now. Um, and yeah, Gwen with the scepter, uh, Zarya's like, show your father what kind of king you really are. And then he orders them to uh, leave and incinerates the scepter. And, um, M immediately is like, uh, uh, you do realize that was an all powerful scepter that could have saved the realm once and for all. Right. Um, and Gwen is really regretting it at, as the episode closes. <laughs> but you could you literally like take off the mask. That's it. That's, we could have been done. That, this is the thing. I, destroying the scepter so it doesn't fall in the wrong hands. You kind of understand the logic with that. That was that's the Nova Terran move. That's his literal only move is to destroy the thing so it doesn't get taken by evil people. But before you do that, literally just say take off the mask, Proxima. <laughs> right. Take off the mask. Done. Bye. 
One, take off the mask. Two, throw it into the Dragonator 3000. And then the show is and over. And then done. <laughs> That's... <laughs> End episode and show. <laughs> I do think it is, um, I think it is logical that Gwen would not figure this out. Yeah, no, he's dumb, yeah. so obviously. Yeah. And, well, and, yeah. And it's just such an obvious logic break. Like, this is the type of thing fans always complain about. Like, just uh, just tell her to take out the mask. So then they immediately address it, like, and literal second after is like, ah, you shouldn't have done this. And then the episode ends with Gwen uh, complaining about it. Um, he was like, it was super cool, but yeah. Um, I, love, I love the, the Gwen monologue at the end. Uh, but yeah, that, that was all very fun. Let's, let's talk uh, Gwen and Zarya. They are a B-plot for the episode, a much better B-combination, I feel like, than our typical Malvaron doug type of thing. Yes, um, I agree. I, I, have a hot, I have a hot take here. I think Gwen is one of our best characters, by far our best side character. Could argue he's better than Piper, to be honest, in terms of characterization. Uh, like, I think he's just really phenomenal in this episode, only cements it further. I mean, he is really great in the episode, and... Uh, like they did like they well they finally like did something with him other than him just being super annoying like i really liked the stuff with his dad and like sorry i hurt his feelings and he wrote a letter and like we actually had some like kind of movement there yeah yeah so uh yeah what do you what do you april uh, what are your immediate takes to the <laughs> my Gwen is a top five <laughs> character um i mean it's not as hot as you think but like because he lukewarm take lukewarm take uh because like he's got he he's a great character and i mean aside from him you know constantly being annoying like some of his uh, annoying moments are really funny and they land very well with all with myself and all all of us it seems and then like this episode just sort of further like cemented it i like the Gawain b plot like it was very enjoyable and like, we did get to see, like, I guess a little bit more, like, character de- development out of him. Like, how he's actually, like, pretty sad about his dad and, like, he misses him and all of this stuff. And, like, he, it's not, it seems like he, like, had that small moment where he's like, I want to be, like, good, but I'm me and I'm amazing. And, like, that whole deal and, like, him writing the letter and saying, what did he say? He said something like, um... Like, yeah, being king has its perks, but I would trade it all to have you back. And I was like, oh, my heart, Gwen. Like, <laughs> you're not supposed to do this. <laughs> so Feeling for uh, Gwen. Wow. I know. Well, it was so sad. And then even like at the end, he's, you know, I mean, he's upset about, you know, destroying the scepter. But he, he, I don't know. And I liked the bonding between him and Zarya, kind of. Because he, what is it? The blue one's always been his least favorite. <laughs> Yeah, second time he refers to Zarya as the blue one. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was so good. He also he also just, uh, still does not understand their identities, even though they change right in front of him. Arcana literally <laughs> went my ancestors. I was like, "Are what?" I was like, "Shut up, Arcana." Also, oh, he was, knows- was she was she was she misconformed when they yeah, said she that? Yeah, she was I was like, "What are you doing?" Also, I, mean, I, I understand Gwen is like the dumbest person. Like, no, that was great. His like confused face when they like popped out of nowhere was the best. But he, yeah. but also, I I wanted more of a reaction out of him to like him having two sisters now versus one. Like he literally is like just walks into the room and he's like, "Yeah, and both of my sisters suck." And I'm like, "Oh, okay." Like. That's yeah, cool. But at least you have a swag stepson. Yeah. Right. 
Yeah, yeah, we 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 could have uh, seen more of uh, Gwen's reaction to Zarya, and also Zarya's reaction to Gwen. But this kind of is it. This is like the Zarya um, yeah. dealing with Gwen being her stepbrother uh, episode, and it connects to the her her talking to the stepmom statue and writes her a letter at the end. Um, I think all of that's uh, that's that's really phenomenal. Yeah, the Gwen the Gwen emotional arc you feel for him in this episode with uh, him him talking about his dad, and oh, I, I, I I think it's just because he's like such a well like characterized character like for the pure comedic character he is i think we've gotten a lot of decent character moments out of him we've really been needing this this just uh full-on emotional arc episode for Gwen. but even in other episodes when he's just 99 percent comedy you still get uh, get a lot of sympathy for him yeah um, well because we were there what is it during his entire relationship with latincia yeah, like yeah. from start to finish we we've been with him along this journey <laughs> of his life yeah, I mean, he really is one of our most prominent side characters, and I think he's just by far the most successful. He's just funny. Everything he says is so funny. Um, voiced by David Burney, who I think is really killing it with him. And uh, yeah, I feel like uh, in the beginning, I, we're all like, oh, Gwen's annoying. But I feel like he's he's really snuck up on a series. He's the top five character on the show. He's um, better than Doug. <laughs> well, okay, you can't say the worst character compared to the... Okay, he's better than Malveron. Yes, yes, that is definitely true. Um okay. I guess Ch- Chaco, um, Chaco, top five character. I don't know. We'll Chaco to, for sure. Chaco's so smart. <laughs> What's our Chaco moment of the episode? Um, that was that's our mm. new segment last week. So um, here's here's two options. One, he's lecturing Zarya about uh, Zarya's mean to Gwen, and Chaco's like, "Oh, stop being mean. Go talk to Gwen." That's one. Um, he's also during this Gwen montage we've been talked about yet. He's like, uh, Gwen's like sitting upside down and Chaco like comes in and like tries to turn his upset head upside down to match, match Gwen. They're, they're, <laughs> those are one of those two. But the, the most impactful thing on the episode, I think was him, uh, telling Zarya to apologize. Uh, yeah. Him lecturing her. That was great. Yeah. It was pretty good. Who knew, Ch- who knew Chaco liked Gwen so much or he's just, Chaco's just very empathetic. I feel like. He I just, think Chaco is just an all around good guy and... <laughs> Uh, he, he knows better. Like, he's like, no, Zarya, you crossed a line. Go say you're sorry. Like, yeah, Gwen's being a jerk, but. <laughs> yeah, Ch- Chaka's just very in it. Yeah, he, mm. he knows. Yeah, the, the, speaking of this montage, um, this during our B-plot, Gwen uh, is playing video games with Zarya, and she beats him, and then he's like, I'm bored, and then we have a montage of him God. being bored everywhere. This, I was like, I was like, I related to this visually, because this is my girlfriend, like. <laughs> <laughs> It is impossible to entertain her. Are you saying like, your oh girlfriend is Gwen? No, this is just how she acts. She's <laughs> not quite that bad, but this board that was her. Yeah, the the song was Pl- uh, "Plastic Army" by the Mayfire. I thought this was an awesome uh, choice for this montage. Yes. And yeah, more more, that was more montages like with songs. Yes, great. That's a that's a good one we're doing. Um, yeah, I thought this was good. The other big Gwen moment in this episode was um, he he goes into the Mysticons hideout and he says, uh, "What a dump!" Hextag sad. Yeah, um, and then he was like the fortress of saditude later. Yeah, so we we've kind of avoided making Gwen and Donald Trump comparisons on this podcast to this point, but I think the show has been very is is now very explicit with this hextag sad as a Trump reference with with Gwen. And uh I thought that was interesting <laughs> that we're going there. Yeah. That that's what I associate a, the, the sad a, with. 
It was a bold move, and I liked it for the adults in the audience. Like, the kids won't get it. They'll just think it's funny. <laughs> I mean, it's the president. Like, uh, might get it. Uh, yeah, he- he- Hextag sad. Um, Gwen is Trump confirmed, so <laughs> there, there, right. there you go. <laughs> Um. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But uh, also in the episode where we're like humanizing Gwen too, it's a well round, well rounded portrayal. Getting all sides of this with him. Um, uh, Delaney, I can't believe we've gone over thirty minutes without talking about the big moon boon of the episode. I know. <laughs> Kitty was not physically in the episode, but Gwen smashes a picture. Her of, presence was felt. Yeah, of Zarya and Kitty with uh, his, his, his like sling Zarya's hammock and smashes a picture, and Zarya is very upset about that's, this. That's what crosses the line for Zarya. Yes. You can, can mess with all the other Mysticons, but don't you dare mess with Kitty. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, she, she just, like, Zarya isn't, like, too emotive emotionally, but, like, she, you could tell this is what snapped in terms of, um, her berating Gwen and then Chaka, like, uh, you have to apologize. Um, but yeah, she, she breaks the, this picture, and then at the end, Gwen fixes it. And gives it back to her, and but, she hugs it while she walks away. Yes, yeah. yeah. She's like she's like clutching it to her chest as she walks away. Yeah, yeah. Not- notable Gwen. The pictures of uh, Zarya and Miscon forming Kitty, and like <laughs> I don't really get it. There's not pictures of them in human form in the at the. They can't their because hideout. that's the Mysticon's hideout. So if no they... one else goes there. Um, like next week, someone else will go there. But yeah, it's. I guess not, but yeah, Gwen, Gwen uh, understood how much that picture meant to her and fixed it, and she was like clutching it to her chest. Yeah, I love this. It was it was so adorable. Can we also talk about how Zarya said she doesn't like cats, but it's obvious that she likes Kitty. So yeah, is is <laughs> is Kasha being a cat? Uh, Zarya's analog, a secret moon boon visualization of. Yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, kitty uh cats yeah what's what's going on here something's oh going my on. god i'm it's, just i'm just digging deep at this point i miss kitty so much i know we really need kitty back but i thought this was an excellent way to incorporate her and uh zarya and kitty into the episode i think so yeah um, now if we, we can just get kitty back yeah, we'll get her back event i don't think next week but we'll hopefully soon um <laughs> <laughs> oh, one thing I want to mention is that uh, la- we, we've been ragging on the show a little bit for um, reusing stuff, and I thought this week absolutely was a hundred times better. Um, yes. There's tons of new things in this episode, new backgrounds, new character designs. Uh, like, it was just a completely different thing. I loved it. We had this a- gorgeous background of the golden yew tree uh, that was completely new. We had a – actually, we had a different exterior shot of the palace from above, which we – Yeah, that was mo- really good. Yeah, I really liked that a lot, actually. I was going to say something. I did write a- that down. Because <laughs> yeah, we've really seen good. that same shot of the palace, like, 50 times. So now we have this above shot and much better. Um, I mean, the, the shot we – Got fifty times is gorgeous, but uh, you know you can only do it so many times. And we we have this this uh, this one from above. It was it was wonderful. We also have Gwen's hideout, a new location, or Glorious's hideout, a new location, and um, Glorious, and uh, that that was great. And they had uh, tons of different stuff there. Uh, we had the new Mysticon Vexcon's character designs. Um, yeah, it was just uh, a really good episode for like for, uh, fresh animation. Like it looked great. Um, so huge props to everyone involved for for this one. Yeah, I agree. It looked really like it looked really good this week. Like everything did. Like all of the action and the animation, like the scenery, it all just looked really well. I like 
I don't know if I'd ever noticed this before, but when Zarya was like zooming down the line, her hair was like blowing in the wind. Have they ever done that before? Because I don't remember it, but I was really like mesmerized by her hair, like her hair movement, <laughs> which sounds nice. really lame to say, but I was. <laughs> Nice. Especially, especially because she has like the what is it like the white tips or whatever, yeah. and so I don't know. I, it's just me. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I mean I didn't notice that, but hair animation is always the thing you hear animators complaining about. Like it's it's really hard to animate hair, so yeah, yeah, it's definitely that's, relevant. Maybe maybe that's why I was like really appreciative of it. I was like, look, her hair's moving around. Like that's really nice. <laughs> yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah, that's a whole thing with um. Uh, what's the Pixar movie? Brave. Yeah, bra- with, yeah, with Brave. That was a big thing with that movie. She had crazy yes. hair. Yeah, okay. She had curly crazy hair, which is even worse. <laughs> yeah. Uh, other than that, last things. I liked how the uh, texting vibration, they used that yes, to break free from the that ice. that was so great. And they're just yelling, call Zarya, car- call. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I really like how like Zarya kept texting Arcana and you could tell how mad she was. Like That was really good. Yeah, I liked that. It gave like the little digital like angry. Yeah, I thought I thought visually that was great too. How it jumped out of the wristband. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and just I love using the any the modern technology to advance the plot and like the texting vibration to break three. I thought that was great. Um, and we we talked about it already, but the scene in the middle with Gwen writing the letter to his dad. Kings have feelings too. Um, yeah, all of that. Uh. Really, really well. Yeah, we were feeling for him, right, April? We were. I really was. I don't know what it was. Maybe it's just because he's always such a goofy character. And then for him to have like a serious moment, it's like, oh, this is real. Like, Gwen really does have feelings. Like, yeah, <laughs> even though, he does. Even though, you know, we saw him all heartbroken over Latinsia and being all crazy about that. But, yeah, but I we, think did, we, did, we didn't empathize with that part. But yeah. <laughs> Also, we're back to the the parents and the bone again. So that's that's a thing because it's kind of disappeared. <laughs> so yeah, relevant. So we're definitely going to solve it. Uh, <laughs> Maybe the next ten episodes at some point. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, la- uh, la- last thing I have Willa uh, Willa's pixie blast is called Doom Blue Doom Boom. I liked that hmm. Doom Boom. Okay, so I think we hit everything here. Uh, Delaney, anything else? And last thoughts on the Lost Scepter. I just really liked the episode. I think it was really like I think what I even though I hate Gwen, I think it went really well because of like what they did with Gwen. And the Vexicons are awesome. So obviously it was like it was just really great. Like I I'm really hoping to see more. I hope the Vexicons are around for a bit. We'll see. But I I just really enjoyed the episode. It was really fast paced and. It just it felt like you know the kind of the incredible Mysticons episode we're like used to getting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, April, final thoughts. Yeah, I really enjoyed this episode, and I really I hope that we do some good things with the Vexicons. Like this episode was great, and if we can get more episodes with this with the Vexicons, I think that would be really like beneficial to the show, considering we've kind of been in like this lull it seems, and so. I I want more of this episode again because this was very like reminiscent of like at the beginning of the show and it was like fast paced. There's a lot going on, but we're we're getting a lot and we're moving somewhere kind of. So I want more of this. Give me more of this. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. Like plot wise, like we we're questing for something. It felt like a season one episode. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which in terms of plot is, I think, a good thing. So, um, yeah, this is a, a very encouraged by this episode. I thought it was really excellent. 
um, I don't know, probably top 15-ish episode of the show. And, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. We'll be, uh, yeah, next week, uh, the total eclipse of the Golden Heart. Oh, geez. <laughs> oh, man. M's overprotective mother comes for a surprise visit, but has Ooh. no idea that M is a mysticon. <gasps> oh, That's right. God. M's mom's visiting. It's going to be an adventure. I can't wait. But I, I think we really need an M episode, so I'm happy about this. Yeah. Yeah, that's next week. And then, in big Mysticons news, as as of right now with the TV listings, asterisk TV listings can change at any point. Uh, the week after that, on May 19th, we'll be getting two new episodes on Saturday. Ooh, Saturday. Cool. I, I believe this is a plan to just do two new episodes the rest of the way every week. Um the, the problem was that Canada's was about to pass the pace of the U.S. I told them that, and I recommended we slow Canada down, but instead they're choosing to speed the U.S. up, I guess. Um, <laughs> so we, yeah, the May 19th, we have The Last Dragon and Game of Phones um, currently slated to air. So we'll see if they follow through with that. That would be 8 to 9 a.m. on Nicktoons on Saturday mornings. If, if we do that, we're on a pace to finish the, the run of 40 episodes by mid-June. It's very soon. That's, oh, man. We don't know if we're getting more episodes. Ugh. Yeah, uh, could, it could, we 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 could be fast tracked for the rest of the show for Moon Boon. Like thing, things could be happening fast here. And so, so. these podcasts are going to get intense. Yeah, long. I don't know how we're going to do two at once. We did we did it <laughs> once or twice earlier, but we already spent forty minutes on one. Like well, I don't know, I'll figure it out. But yeah, I'm, I'm not I'm not thrilled by the way with two episodes a week. I think we should. Like there's oh, the show, the show lie. is jammed pack. Like uh, we can just do one a week. I'm, I, it's like it's not the wor- end of the world. At least we're airing the show still, but uh, and it, it's exciting, you know. But we don't need we don't need two a week. This episode is so much to talk about for an entire week. We could just do just do this one. Yeah, so. if we get a like, if we go back to like what I guess like this sort of format or season one format where there's just like so much in one episode, like two two a week is going to be a lot. Like. Just yeah. a lot. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, yeah, it's it's we're used to it with bombs on other programs. Miscons actually has been weekly, and yeah. it's been great. But uh, anyway, is that, best. Yeah, <laughs> as as of now, May nineteenth, two episodes. We'll see what happens with that. So, uh, yeah, let us know what you thought of. Okay, here's your here's your commentary homework for the week. Let us know what you thought of the Lost Scepter. Did you like this episode? Um, what did you think of the Vexicons? Who was your Vexicon. Fa- who was your fave Vexicon, and yep. why? Um, did you feel for Gwen in this episode? And uh, what would you do with an all-powerful mind control scepter? Let me know oh, the answer God. to those the, those five co- answers in the <laughs> YouTube comments. And uh, yeah, you can if you're listening on YouTube, comment there, give us a thumbs up, and subscribe to uh, not miss our future missed con- content. You could also listen on iTunes and subscribe on like the podcast app, Podcatcher. Uh, we have, um, uh, but before that, we, uh, we have our discord overlyanimated.com slash discord where, uh, all the Mysticons talk is happening. Seriously. One of the, maybe the number one place on the internet for a Mysticons discussion. And you can also sort of see a Patreon, patreon.com slash overlyanimated. Thank you very much to all of our current patrons, especially our patrons on the podcast, Saga Torres. And thanks as always to our patron executive producers, John Ren, Steve Alex, Andy, and Hugh. Uh, be back, talk about uh, gold, Eclipse of the Golden Heart, whatever, next week. And uh, <laughs> we uh, also check out Miraculous Ladybug, which is going up at the same time as this one. Big, 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 big Steven Universe episodes tomorrow. Uh, if you're listening to this the day after it came out, it could have already happened. So check out our discussions on the big Steven Universe episodes. We had extensive coverage of the final space finale. Find that at 
overlyanimated.com. A lot going on. So, uh, yeah, check all that out. And uh, we'll be back for more Mysticons next week. Thanks for listening, guys. We will uh, see you then. Bye. Bye. Bye.